of Lent is a time of preparation, like Jenny said, and contemplation before Easter. This Lent, we are focusing on the theme again and again. It's a reminder that again and again, suffering and brokenness find us. Again and again, we mess up because we're human. And we harm our neighbors, ourselves, and creation. Again and again, we listen to the news and we exclaim, How long, O God? And yet, in the midst of the chaos of our lives, God offers this sacred refrain. I choose you. I love you. I will lead you to wholeness. Again and again, God breaks the cycle and offers us a new way forward. Again and again, God shows up. And we are given forgiveness again and again, and mercifully shown the way. Today, we focus on again and again, God meets us. And we read in the Gospel of Mark, telling of Jesus' baptism and temptation in the wilderness. So hear these words of Scripture, beginning in chapter 1 of Mark, verses 9 through 15. One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending upon him like a dove. And a voice in heaven said, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased." The Spirit then compelled Jesus to go into the wilderness, where Jesus was tempted by Satan, the accuser, for 40 days. He was out among the wild animals, and the angels took care of him. Later on, after John was arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming God's good news. The time has come. Jesus announced, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. May God bless the reading of these holy words. This past week, I read the Reverend T. Denise Anderson and her sharing about her faith journey, and it struck a chord with my story. She shared that although her family wasn't very churchy, she somehow came to religion in her teens. And she says that she never really found God, but that God is the one who found her and kept finding her throughout her life. Whether she was observant or indifferent about her faith, God was always close by. And that's been my experience throughout my life with God, too. When I was in middle school, I went to my first, my very first church youth retreat. And it was there that I felt God's spirit with me for the first time. I was sitting in one of the lodges of Camp Asbury. I was surrounded by my peers, and I was staring at the fire while listening to the pastor talk. And I felt God with me in that moment. 
that I wasn't alone in my struggles and my doubts. Then several years later, God found me crying on my bed because I was convinced that I wasn't good enough for God to love me. This time, God was in the form of my pastor saying, I think you need to go on a chrysalis retreat. And it was in those three sacred days away that the knowledge of God's unconditional love flooded down onto me, into my heart, and I knew that I, too, was God's beloved. Then in college, when I went through my own type of wilderness journey, God met me in a sorority house at the University of Cincinnati. And then when I changed schools, thinking I could run away from God, God met me in my dorm room at Waynesburg College. And then when I transferred back to Cincinnati, God met me there again, walking across campus. And finally, when I ended up at Youngstown State University, majoring in religious studies, God smacked me over the head when I was driving to class. I arrived safely. Then in the sanctuary of Boardman United Methodist Church, God met me several times. In a bar when I was feeling so unloved and inadequate, God met me. In the delivery room when I had both of my children, God met me there. And sitting next to a campfire at Clear Creek State Park, God met me. Walking through the trails in the Rexville Reservation, God met me there. Again and again and again throughout my life, God has met me wherever I happened to be. Whether it was in a place where I expected God, like in a church sanctuary, or where I thought God would never be, like in a bar or a sorority house. Again and again, God has found me, reminding me of God's closeness. And we see this same thing in today's scripture from the Gospel of Mark. Mark is the shortest and the most mechanical of the four Gospels. The Gospels are the books of the Bible that tell us about the birth and the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus, the good news of Jesus Christ. And in these seven verses of Mark, we learn about some very meaningful events, three events in Jesus' life before he began, or as he began, his ministry. We see his baptism first, where God claims Jesus as God's own beloved son. And then we see Jesus' experience in the wilderness, where God sends his angels to attend to him as he faces Satan, the accuser. And then finally, we see that after John the Baptist is arrested, Jesus begins proclaiming God's closeness and God's reign in the world while calling for repentance. Each of these events are connected with the thread of God's closeness. We see and we are reminded that no matter where we are, God is present with us. 
meeting us in our suffering, our uncertainty, and our reluctance, and promising to stay with us no matter what, watching over us through the wilderness of our lives. Remember what the psalmist said in Psalm 139. Oh God, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you, O God. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Again and again and again, God meets us wherever we are. In the wilderness, in that liminal space, at the water's edge, at the threshold of something new. And God names us beloved. Then God draws us closer in, into a deeper relationship Because God loves us too much to leave us in our own brokenness and and incompleteness. Where are the edges in your life now where God is meeting you? Or where has God met you in the past? In the midst of your reluctance and doubt, your eagerness or your weariness? Where has God met you to proclaim over you no matter where you are and what has happened that you are good? In the past year, we have seen, we have learned in real time that God will meet us wherever we are. In places that I'm sure we never expected to see God in our living rooms, during worship, on Christmas Eve, and in waiting rooms when we wait for the vaccine or for a loved one having a surgery or procedure. This past year, I have learned more acutely, and I pray that you have too, that our God is a God who is everywhere and right here, bigger than the sky and in the smallest details. That God is all at once and in every moment as well. That our God truly does meet us wherever we are, in heartbreak and in high hopes, around crowded tables and in quiet homes, in joy and suffering, in sanctuaries and in marches. And that nothing we do or leave undone, can distance us from God's love. God is forever drawing us close and drawing us in, pulling us in again and again. God meets us wherever we are and invites us into wholeness. And I thank God for a love like that. Amen. 
now I invite you to share in this time your joys and your concerns as we pray with and for one another. Know that any um, joys or concerns that you share online, they are online so everyone can see, but if you would like to share um, more privately, please know that you can do so through our website. There is a prayer request button in the top right-hand corner, and you can use that to um, connect with us so that we can be praying with you and for you. Malik, I just want to let you know Malik is not sick. He has something um, going on for school today, working on his master's. And so um, if you didn't see the Facebook Live that I did really quick before the service, um, Jamie is down here, and there's going to be what sounds like a phantom guitar. It is, in fact, <laughs> there it is. It is, in fact, not a phantom. It is Adam who is playing up in the balcony while he is on the soundboard as well because he's just that fancy. So uh, now let us prepare our hearts and prepare our minds for prayer with this Am I on now? Okay, what I said was, thank you guys. That was awesome. And then I said, we have a few prayer concerns that have been coming in 
First, um, Alan asked for prayers for friends in Texas and the Carolinas um, who have been hit by the storm this past week. And Allison asked for prayers for a friend who is having some medical issues. And Kathy asked for prayers for her friend's husband who has prostate cancer. And Leslie says, joys for Austin Smith, who is coming home tomorrow from the Oaks, feeling fine at 89. Great. That's wonderful. And then Janet says, I am thankful for family, friends, medical care, and the many blessings in my life. Shelly asked for prayers for Larry, who had his foot amputated last week. Uh, he now lost his leg up to his knee because of the infection. Yes. Jen asked for prayers for healing for her friend, uh, Krista, who has colon cancer and will be having surgery this week. And then prayers for guidance and clarity for her medical caregivers. And Shelly says, please prayer for Pauline, who is going through very difficult times. Jim says, the best hymn I've heard in a while. Great job. That's just because it's your son. And it was also good. Greg says, prayers for children, their families, essential workers and frontline workers, church leadership, and all the animals, great and small. Yes. Chrissy says, prayers for such great music and that Jamie got to take off his mask. <laughs> oh my, I can't imagine singing with that on. Yes. Jen says, prayers for peace, rest, and healing for Jack and for strength, compassion for all of us caring for her. It is such a blessing to be able to come together in prayer, and even while we are physically apart. I do want to give a shout out to my birthday buddy, who is Jenny's daughter, Erin. We have the same birthday and the same middle name, so we're basically like twins or something. And Becky says, wonderful music, Jamie and Adam. So great job, guys. Now let us go to our Lord in prayer. Again and again, O oh God, you meet us wherever we are. Your love knows no bounds, and that's hard for us to understand, and it's easy for us to forget. Scripture remind us, reminds us over and over that there's nowhere we can go that you are not. You were with Jesus at his baptism. You were with him in the wilderness, and even in between, you were there, saying aloud, this is my beloved. We know that you are with us, too, in the good, and the bad, and everything in between. But so often, God, we act like we are alone. Instead of coming to you with our hurt, we hold it in, or we cast it onto others, Instead of coming to you with our joy, we credit ourselves and offer you nothing. God, we pray that you will forgive us for our self-centered ways and remind us that in every breath and every step, you are there with us. You are the God who meets us where we are, before and behind, above and below, within and around. And, oh God, you 
have heard our prayers this morning. The list of people and situations that are on our minds and hearts. And God, we pray that your Holy Spirit might be poured out on those for whom we've prayed. For all of those who are struggling with illness, with cancer, those who are caring for loved ones. And also, God, on the many that we have not lifted aloud. Because you hear the quiet whispers of our hearts and you respond to us with your loving wisdom. And so we pause now to pray silently to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today, God, we are reminded that like Jesus, we are washed by the water and we are called beloved. Thank you, God, for a love like that. And we pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. It really is a joy to be worshiping and to be gathering in this way together. And as you leave this, this space, this time with God and with one another, may your mouth speak of God's goodness. May your arms hold those in need. May your feet walk toward justice. May your heart trust its worth. May your soul dance in God's grace, and may this be your rhythm again and again and again until God's promised day. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself, go with courage, go with heart, and go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a fantastic week.